Talking college basketball with the team's insider, Wyatt Thompson. On the Jim Davis Show. With us right now, the Chick-fil-A Breakfast Team phone line. Voice of the Kansas State Wildcats. Our college basketball insider, Wyatt Thompson. Good morning, Wyatt. How are you? I'm good, partner. How are you, sir? I'm doing fine. I, I, in transit to Kansas City or already in Kansas City? <laughs> We're going to leave about 2 o'clock. Um, we've got uh, a couple of meetings there uh, late this afternoon, and uh, I've got our Big 12 announcers dinner tonight. Looking so forward to that. We'll probably have 25 or so, which is the play-by-play guys and uh, a few of the color guys and a few of the engineers around the league and what have you. And we've, we've kind of made it a tradition over the last several years to do that on the Tuesday night prior to the tournament opening on Wednesday. And uh, not everybody can make it every time. A couple of guys will be doing a baseball game or something, but it's, it's a blast just to kind of review the season and kind of cover things and look forward to March Madness. I know you have a great relationship, I'm sure, with all your colleagues that, that work at all the other schools, but is there... Is there a guy in particular, a couple guys, that you always look forward to getting that chance to, to sit down with in an event like what you're referring to and, and have a chance uh, in a more casual social atmosphere to, to chat with them a little bit? Yeah, for sure. Uh, I, I think you always have a few of those guys. Um, I, I, of course, am really good friends now uh, since uh, they got into the league with uh, TCU's Brian Estridge and John Denton. We're actually going to honor John a little bit tonight. He's their color guy for both football and men's basketball. He kicked there years ago and, and has done radio for probably 35 years there, and, and he's actually leaving that, that side of it and is going to go to work for a, a company that's an NIL deal. And, and uh, so this will be you know, his last run on air. So we'll, but, but there are others, too. I, I love Dan, Dave Hunziker at Oklahoma State and – Tony Creedy, West Virginia, and John Morris at Baylor, and those kind of guys—they're all good guys. I, I hate to start naming, but, sure. Um, those guys are guys like you, like you described that you know I could sit down and visit with them about virtually anything, and uh, and have, and, and will continue to do so. <laughs> well, you, you'll definitely see your TCU colleagues uh, Thursday night <laughs> at uh, T-Mobile Arena, Kansas City, because that's who the Kansas State Wildcats get TCU coming up on Thursday night at the tournament. You know what's interesting about that, Jim? What's that? This is the fifth time in six years we'll have played them in the tournament. That's crazy, really. Did... That, that, wow. that is nuts. Yeah. Now, a couple of those, uh, I think one of those was in a first-round matchup, but several of them in the quarterfinals, uh, as they've gotten better with Jamie Dixon, um, and, of course, the year that K-State's had. Yeah, it's a little odd. Um, we didn't play them last year, but, but played them pretty much every year uh, from what would that be 20 back to 18 and then in 15 or whatever it was. So it's, it's purple on purple for that one, I guess. And I'm so anxious for the tournament because of, of the year that it's been, um, you know, I think the latest projections have the big 12 getting seven. And I think you can certainly argue that eight would be still on the possibility line just because you've got, as an example, ESPNs this morning, I looked at they've got Oklahoma State as one of the first four out. And uh, depending on what they do here, you know, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, whatever, uh, maybe they still have a shot. We'll see. Kansas is the number one seed in the Big 12 tournament. Uh, Andy Katz has Kansas along with Alabama, Purdue, Houston as the number one seeds. Do you think that's what we'll see coming up on Sunday? I think so. Um, I think it's interesting when you have Houston having the kind of year they're having and had been number one, kind of get 
bypassed by Kansas at, at the last moment of the race, um, at least going into the conference tournaments. But it is pretty hard to argue with Kansas with the 15 quad one wins. Uh, that's just that's kind of the nature of the beast. That's uh, number one in the country, and, and I don't think it's all that close. But you look at the, the net, and they're seventh in the net with a quad one record of 15 and six. You have to really search to find uh, other teams that have, you know, even played that many quad one games. Uh, St. Mary's, uh, as an example, a really good team. They've only played four quad one games all year. And again, that's part of who you are and what league you're in. But you kind of have to, that's the hard part, I think, for the committee, because you and I know how good St. Mary's is, but they're only going to have so many of those kind of opportunities. And, and Houston, to a degree, is like that. They've played six, but I think we all know how good they are. <laughs> They're real good. <laughs> yeah, no doubt about that. Wyatt Thompson, Voice Kansas State Wildcats, our college basketball insider, joins us every Tuesday on the Team Sports Network, referencing the defending national champions. I mean, they've they were, they've had a couple games that got blown out at home, and you know, the season, but which is something that normally doesn't happen to to the Jayhawks. But they've won nine out of their last ten, and they've won seven straight. And so they head into the Big 12 tournament playing some of their best basketball of the season. Well, they do, and there's several reasons for it. Uh, but I, I think the number one reason for me, up and above and beyond the player of the year in the league and Jalen Wilson, uh, is their point guard, Dewan Harris. Uh, I remember way back when, when they came to our place in January, he, he took a pretty good shot in the game under the south basket to the head. And, and for a couple of games, he really wasn't right and i'm not trying to be funny in any way shape or form but after those couple of games uh maybe that knock in the head helped him because he started scoring more and being more aggressive um and i guess when you when you shoot more you score more but he he has just shot the ball better he shot it more he's such a great finisher he's a terrific defender i mean he He's kind of the table setter for them. And when you consider that, plus Jalen Wilson, plus Grady Dick, and then Ernest Dude coming off the bench and giving them some help at the five, which was desperately needed with size, they've become pretty good. Wyatt Thompson joins us every Tuesday on the Jim Davis Show on the Team Sports Network. And when you look at the, the teams that are going to be in the field, that we're, that we're you know, certain are going to be there, who's the yeah. one? Is there, is there a sleeper team, dark horse not necessarily Cinderella, Wyatt. I mean, because it's maybe it's a program that that has a pedigree, has some tradition, but maybe not the the, the record we're accustomed to. Is there a team that you kind of go keep an eye on, fill in the blank uh, when the when Selection Sunday comes out and when the tournament starts? Would it surprise you if I said one of the teams that first came to mind when you said that was Marquette? Yeah, I was kind of thinking that too. <laughs> I do think they're really good, and they have a fabulous point guard, um, and and they're starting to play more and more like Shaka did way back when at VCU. Uh, they would certainly come to mind. Um, you know, up and above and beyond that, I'm sitting here kind of looking looking at some of the projections. Uh, I, I don't know if I would pick somebody. Well, here's one for you. Maybe this will surprise you a little, and I don't know if they're good enough offensively most nights, but they play so hard and they defend so well. Is San Diego State. They're yeah. going to probably be a five or a six seed. Do you like that pick? I do like that, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I think there are some others. I mean, a lot of people I know will 
you watch when the brackets start to come out, there'll be people that, that take Florida Atlantic maybe to be a, a surprise team or an Aura Roberts, a team that's been there before. Um, how do you value Kentucky right now, bud? You see what I'm saying? Yeah, I, I don't make <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't. Yeah. I, I feel it's one of the weaker teams that, that yeah. Calipari's had in some time, but there's still right. talent there, right? It's, it, it's hard yes. to. It's hard to get a real good feel on on a team like Kentucky in the season that they've had. What about Miami? I, I think they're another team that could be a, maybe a bit of a surprise. I don't know that I'd take them out, you know. But but are they capable of winning a couple of games the first weekend? Absolutely, they are. And you know who else I like uh, on most days, but not all, is Indiana. Yeah, they've they've had some good moments in in yeah they have in Big Ten play this season. Yeah, definitely. Probably could. I know that this is not an underdog in any way, but um, I just like UCLA. They're talented. They're veteran. They're tough. Their coach is really good. There, there's that's it's, that's what's going to be fun too. Um, you know, you look at those. I mean, like Purdue has played its way down to a two. That's a pretty good two. <laughs> right no doubt That's about that darn good basketball team for sure hey white appreciate the time have a great call coming up on thursday